This audio is brought to you by motherswhowork.co.uk, the resource for working mums, business mums and stay-at-home mums. I'm speaking with Nora Stewart today, a partner at Weller Accountants, also a mother herself. She'll be giving us some tips and advice on allowances we can claim for working from home today. Hello Norma. Hello Gosling. Thanks for um, joining us again. So for a lot of um, parents who work from home it can be quite confusing knowing the allowances they can claim. You know a lot of people don't really go beyond things like the telephone and calls and you know maybe stationary where they've got receipts and things. But there are quite a few other things that they could be um, claiming for. Can you help us? I think the most important thing to say firstly is that, you know, it is a completely legitimate way of reducing your tax bill. Mm -hmm. Um, I think partly the fear, and it certainly is a grey and complex area, Mm -hmm. but but the fear arises and the risk of, of deducting something incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for that reason, you know, there are lots of people who are not taking full advantage of the benefits available. Mm-hmm. I mean, in broad, in broad terms, um, in order for an expense to be allowable, so an allowable deduction against your income, mm-hmm. that expense must be wholly and exclusively for the purpose of work. Okay. And it must be incurred specifically mm-hmm. in the performance of your work duties. Mm-hmm. Now, that in itself, <laughs> although quite straightforward, mm-hmm. lots of people say, oh, but I'm really not sure mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. And I think the further complication comes where, you know, you're working from home. Mm-hmm. The revenue always try to differentiate between an expense that might be used for both work and personal purposes. Mm-hmm. So thinking about expenditure which is wholly and exclusively mm-hmm. for the purpose of work. Mm-hmm. If if we were just to look at the example of, you know, the purchase of a work suit, mm-hmm. um, then the revenue would argue that actually there is a dual benefit there because to keep warm and dry, we need to wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and they would argue that um, that, that is not a business expense, mm-hmm. not, not, pure, not wholly and exclusively mm-hmm. a business expense. Mm-hmm. However, if we, if we thought about safety clothing yeah. for people who, you know, have to have certain items mm. in order, you know, to do the job that they do, mm. then those costs are deductible. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to think about, you know, the requirements of the task or the job that you do mm-hmm. and those expenses which directly relate to your ability mm-hmm. to carry out those tasks. And mm-hmm. um, I think when I when I speak to people working from home, um, you know, the biggest area of confusion is actually around the home expenditure. Yeah. Um and I think there is a real reluctance um, to get, you know, deducting expenditure in this area wrong. Yeah. I think if we if, if we break down, if we think about working from home mm-hmm. and we break down the expenditure into both fixed costs, mm-hmm. and by that I mean, you know, 
council tax, mortgage interest, insurance, mm-hmm. general repairs and, and rent costs if mm-hmm. there's no mortgage, mm-hmm. then those can be allocated a business element. Mm-hmm. Now, what the revenue would normally look at there is either apportioned by area. Mm-hmm. And there, if we think about, you know, perhaps you use one room in your home and, you, you know, your home has, you know, it's a you know, three-bedroom home, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're using one-fifth you know, of the rooms that are available, if you think about, mm-hmm. you know, bedrooms, kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, that would be a reasonable way to apportion those costs. Mm-hmm. Another way may be to look at the time that um, is spent in business. Mm-hmm. Um, so thinking again about a room. So the room, room may have a dual purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may have, you know, a, a small bedroom which is partly your your study, but also doubles as a bedroom. And mm-hmm. um, and say you spend four hours a day, mm-hmm. actually, in your business activity in that room, mm-hmm. then you could claim thirty three percent of the cost mm-hmm. against your income. Okay, that would be a fair allocation of of those costs. And mm-hmm. um, the other the other element of cost, because I think it's quite easy for people to think about the fixed cost, the mm-hmm. cost that they have, mm-hmm. you know, irrespective of, of, of what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Perhaps where where it gets a little more complex is the running cost. Mm-hmm. Being there about mm-hmm. your telephone line rental, mm-hmm. your broadband, mm-hmm. you know, your heat and light, mm-hmm. perhaps cleaning costs. And what what the revenue have been instructed to do is accept a claim based on a reasonable basis. Okay. Now, by that, again, they go back to usage, mm-hmm. how much was consumed, mm-hmm. and what the you know the appropriate um, apportionment of, of business use might be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's easier to measure than others mm-hmm. because you might have a metered supply in terms of you know electricity or gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or water perhaps and mm-hmm. um, another times again you've just got to take a reasonable um, guess at, mm-hmm. at, at what you know what the appropriate percentage would be mm-hmm. but I think um, what I would always say is you know note down all of the expenditure mm-hmm. and always discuss you know whether something is allowable mm-hmm. you know with your accountant mm-hmm. Yes. To and from a workplace. Now, whilst I think it's important that we, that we distinguish between the ordinary commuting cost, mm-hmm. so going to a permanent place of work, mm-hmm. and what the revenue would regard as business travel. Mm-hmm. Now, in order for the cost of that travel to be able to be claimed, mm-hmm. it must be to a temporary workplace. Okay. By that, they mean somewhere that you're going to spend less than a day. Oh, can I ask at, you? Oh, okay, less than a day. So, yeah. if, for example, you're you work as a freelance, you're self-employed, yeah. and you would ordinarily work from home, 
but for some reason at some stage in your project maybe you're you need to go in once a week for let's say two months would you be able to claim something like that yeah so mm-hmm. that because that would be deemed as a uh, as travel to the client's premises mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so where you were freelance and you, you know you're no longer an employee that isn't your permanent place of work and mm-hmm. um, and you you know you are visiting your client mm-hmm. in order to be able to carry out some of that yep. project and mm-hmm. um, the same would apply to having to travel perhaps to other sites so you might have a client who who has a number of sites Mm -hmm. and the travel between all of those sites Mm -hmm. would be would be an allowable expense Mm -hmm. okay and does it matter um whether you're self-employed or have a limited company no i think the distinct the thing to distinguish is whether it is um is business you know, you still you can justify it business travel. It's the whole lean exclusively. Mhm, mhm. Okay. Now okay. that's helpful because I think a lot of people um, will get some assurance with that because when you fill in the self-assessment form, you know that you need to keep the receipts for a for a number of for, for a period of time, and for a lot of people, not knowing whether actually because I'm not a limited company, I don't know whether I can claim that. Well, now you know. (laughs) No, that's really helpful. Okay, so you were going to speak about variable costs? Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the variable costs, I'm thinking about, you know, your your broadband, your cleaning. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as I've said, the revenue have been asked to accept any reasonable allocation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, you might say, well, actually, you know, my, my total electricity bill you know, is a hundred pounds mm-hmm. or that, you know, if that were over a three month period of that three months, you know, I know I'm spending X number of hours every day mm-hmm. um, in business and mm-hmm. allocate it just on an apportionment, which, mm-hmm. you know, which appears to be reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's probably the area where you need most guidance from mm-hmm. your accountant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And certainly I know with my own clients, mm-hmm. as I said, earlier I, I asked them to note down everything mm-hmm. if they think there is a business element at all mm-hmm. then they record those costs and then we discuss um, what is the appropriate treatment mm-hmm. and across time of course you know you learn what you can and cannot claim yeah and you're always going to I think come across different variable expenditure depending on the projects that you're doing yeah and you know, costs that you come across mm-hmm. um, in terms of servicing your clients. Mm-hmm. So, um, anything which you feel could potentially be business, I would always advise recording those costs. Mm-hmm. The worst thing that can happen is that they're not allowable. Okay, and they'll you'll be told that, will you? Or yes. okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly, I would always, um, you know, I would encourage everyone to ask mm-hmm. if they are not actually. Um, you know, discussing it with their accountant mm-hmm. to ask what has been excluded. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they are educating themselves as to what, mm-hmm. you know, they can and cannot do as they, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As they move forward. Okay. Do you... There's one very last mm-hmm. allowance, mm-hmm. and this one certainly is a really generous allowance by the revenue mm-hmm. because there's a, VAT, uh, a flat rate claim, sorry, mm-hmm. of £3 per week. 
Coincidental home expenses. Oh wow! Which is just absolutely <laughs> so generous. We've all now got rushed out and spent it at once. <laughs> oh, he's, that's bought, he's bought the packet of biscuits. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> where, where, where did and why did that come about? Goodness, three pounds a week. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think, um, I think recognise that there is an element of. It, it probably, it probably, you know, although we joke about it, probably is the tea and coffee, mm. um, and um, you know the, the silly things that you use in your own home, mm-hmm. um, which ordinarily would be provided for you in a an office environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, but three pounds isn't, isn't too many cups of coffee. No, it isn't. It really no. isn't, is it? <laughs> you forgot the milk and all the rest of it. So, right. well, certainly forgot the chocolate. Oh yes, if you're into your lattes and the rest of it, that won't cover you. <laughs> Not for the whole year, anyway. <laughs> no. Okay, that's really useful. So, have we? Is there any guidance on what is deemed as reasonable? Because that's such a broad term, isn't it? I think again, um, the revenues um, website mm-hmm. has some some useful information as to what is allowable, mm-hmm. um, and again on our own website we have um, information on on you know what examples of what might be allowable and what might not be allowable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of deductions against mm-hmm. your income. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's brilliant. Thank you so much, Norma. So hopefully if you're listening, it's given you some reassurance. But as Norma says, if in doubt, speak to the professionals. Um, What's your website address again, Norma? The website is www.wellersaccountants.co.uk. That's brilliant. Thank you. You are listening to a podcast brought to you by motherswhowork.co.uk. Be sure to visit the website for more tips and advice on being a successful working mum.